Well, hello team and welcome back to the Adrian Bowe podcast. I'm Troy Malcolm, joined by the one and only, the title holder, Mr. Adrian Bowe. AB, great to see you again. Thanks for coming on your own podcast. Who would have ever thought you'd be a guest on your own exactly. podcast? Exactly. <laughs> exactly, um, mate. I, to- I told you the name, the name will evolve one day to the <laughs> AB and TM, you know. Everyone knows it as the Bowe and Troy show, so it's all good. <laughs> mate, we're, uh, we're at episode 108 and... Uh, for a couple of weeks now, we've been taking a lot of questions from our listeners. So thank you and continue to send them in, team, because we absolutely love mm. reading them. We love the feedback that you provide us. Um, good, bad, indifferent. Some a couple of cheeky comments there as well, Adrian, um, about what the name suggestions should be and whatnot. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. I think all in all, uh, we're getting some really topical things that are coming through as questions right now, where we find ourselves in 2021. You know, we're, we're going to cover off a few of those today, but we're also going to talk about you know generally as real estate professionals what is our job right because i think over recent years it's become very blurred uh it's become blurred into what level of service we provide what type of personality what type of image what type of brand we represent and um as we've seen the the rise and rise again of micro brands across uh, australia and some of the bigger franchise groups really emphasizing um heroing their agents i think it's time now to really understand what creates great levels of service but you know if i'm one of those people online right now listening to this episode if i'm not the type of extrovert personality. I'm just the type of real estate professional that just provides extraordinary service to my clients. What do I have to do to compete with those people? Because they seem to be getting a lot of attention. And so I guess, Adrian, the first question that we received, and this, this person did want to remain anonymous, and I and I understand yeah. why, because their, their whole thing is about personality in real estate. They've said, hey, Adrian and Troy, thanks so much for allowing me to ask this question. I've noticed right now there's a lot of social profiles that are starting to identify extroverted real estate salespeople. I'm not one of those salespeople. I've always believed that my results are my greatest success. What do I have to do to compete with those types of personalities to make sure that my clients see benefit in using my service and that I'm heroing the property as as opposed to just being all about me? I thought that was a really important and great question, yeah. Adrian. Very one relevant. That, Very relevant. One, yeah, one that you and I have covered off a few times in different forums. Mm. But what's your opinion on that? How do you how do you compete with those people that are really pushing the boundaries of what is a personal brand out there right now in real estate? Yeah, it's a, it, look, it's a, it's a terrific question, and I think there's there's two parts to it, Troy. Um, if I look at um, you know, say one of the top agents in the country, if if not probably the number one age in the country, but he doesn't put his figures forward, would be Michael Pallier. Um, uh, he, he, doesn't even, he doesn't even have uh, any social media um, um, pages or accounts or anything, right? He would, I don't think he'd even, with respect to him, I don't think he'd even know, you know, what Instagram or Facebook was, you know, to, 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 to be completely extreme. So, so that is proof in itself that, that potentially the number one, and I don't know for certain, but I know he'd be up there, but I just don't know he doesn't submit his numbers. But if he's not number one in the country, he'd be in the top top five, right? Um, and that's someone who's not on social media at all. And let's face it, this person's question 
is based on Instagram primarily, and it's based on some of these accounts people are pushing. So that's one response in that, and we both know Michael personally, and and what he focuses on is um, providing incredible service to every single buyer and every single seller. Um, he doesn't waste any time. You know, we, we, we both fell over when we were at Arik there. You could have sort of, you know, you know, pushed us with, with, with a feather when when um, Tom interviewed him and said, so, you know, what's your daily ritual like? What time do you get into the office? He said, man, I go to the office twice a year. You know what I mean? So so he like just basically he's either in his car or at, at a house um, making calls or at a coffee shop like he's just out and about every single day. Um, and he's the complete extreme because he's selling multi-million dollar properties, right? So there's that. There's that. He's quite a unicorn in saying that. And then you've got people who I think um, who are just having a go when it comes to social media and who just are accepting that social media has now become a very similar vertical to say realestate.com, domain.com, letterbox drops, SMS marketing, EDMs, right? And I, you know what? I agree with it. I agree with it. It's 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 something that y- y- it is equally as effective and equivalent. Now there are there are some people though that are obviously um, you know highlighting themselves more so than they're highlighting the property. Right now, you, you and I can't say that that's right or wrong because if it's working for them, then it's all subjective, right? So my my response to this person is, you know what? You don't need to be a social media star to offer great service or do a great volume of sales. Let's not even talk GCI, let's do, let's just talk volume of sales. However, however, I also believe that um, if you do wanna start and be involved in social media, I literally think that by even doing a property video and literally saying, hi, it's Adrian Bo here, welcome to 20 Smith Street in Coogee, for example, and that's all you say and let the videographer do his or her thing and show the property, that's completely fine too. Do you know what I mean? Like that's literally all you would say, which is no different to when you're at an open for inspection and you welcome people to your open for inspection. So I, I think people can also get in their own head, Troy, that I'm not a social media star, I'm not good on video. Well, let's let's challenge that a little bit because we know that you're capable of doing listing presentations and let me tell you, anyone who's not in real estate would find that very daunting. We know that you're capable of doing open for inspections or buyover showings, which is, you know, obviously being quite animated and descriptive and demonstrative in your actions. And, and you know, you don't, you know, that's all you need to do if you are um, putting yourself forward on social media, for example. So there's, there's, there's two sides to it, definitely, Troy. I think part of me saying, you know what? Uh, social media is no longer optional if you're serious about um, real estate and excelling, you know, your profile in order to provide better service. The other part of me is in the Michael Palio camp, which is like, you, if it's not you, that's cool. You know, no one's forcing you to do it and you can still achieve incredible numbers, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important. And it's funny you mentioned, I, I always... Um, you know, instantly think of uh, respect, humility, and uh, obviously amazing service when you talk about someone like a Michael Pallio. You know, we mm. are very fortunate mm. that we we have um, observed Michael for a long period of time. We've we've been, been involved with him in different events that we've been involved with over the years, and it's just it's amazing mm. to see the results that he just continually gets time and time again. I just think he's he's quite mm. phenomenal as a performer. Adrian, I thought I also think there is. I think you're right. There's a fine line. There has to be a line mm. between you know providing. Con- 
content that resonates with your audience without going to mm. the extreme. I mean, let's face it, we, we do a role that's incredibly important. We are, we are in the process of making sure that people have housing and, and those types of things, but we don't necessarily need to go to the extremes that some of us have been seeing over the recent years. And I, I think there's, mm. a, there's a level of um, personal branding and then there's kind of just to try and outperform those others on social. So I think for yeah. everyone listening to this, you've got to be your authentic self. I think yeah. what Andrew just gave you was a couple of insights, even if you're not comfortable uh, being on camera and doing those types of things, just start. You know, we, we live in an age where we've got an iPhone and we've got, you know, digital footage that we can just continue to recycle and repeat and, and retake um, till we get to a point that we're satisfied. And I think having a presence, like you said, Adrian, is no longer an option. You need to be there. Um, but you do get to choose what level you're at in those spaces. You don't need to be yeah. the full extrovert. You can go down the path of really focused on properties and hero in that Adrian, the mm. second part of that question, I guess, really leads me is, um, you know, this did come from uh, one of our, our colleagues uh, that we've worked with over recent months, and it, it was about mm. service. And so it was mm. kind of intertwined with social media, like they're active on all those marketing platforms, and they're really doing mm. a lot of great work. But they said, you know, service in 2021 is completely different to service in 2019. Expectations mm. of clients have changed considerably. There's a level yeah. of care now that has to be overlaid with transactions. And so mm. the question came through to say, well, what, what is service in 2021? What, what is the bare mm. minimum I need to provide my clients to make sure that they feel I'm the best person to represent them? And I thought that was a great question because automatically I went to, okay, well, we go into making sure we have a weekly report, making sure we meet mm. them via Zoom face-to-face -face or face-to-face -face when possible, making sure that we're really going the extra mile and working with our customer base to get as many people and casting the net as far as possible to get them interested in the property, providing mm. that transparency and being the conduit. I'd love to get your opinion on some of the other things that we could be doing just to provide high levels of service right now in the market uh, and, and predominantly see there's still slight restrictions over every market we operate. Um, so what does that look like in 2021 for you? Yeah, no, it's a great question. And what I love about this, Troy, is both of the questions, um, one about social media, one about service, they're actually not mutually exclusive. They're, they're very symbiotically connected. What I mean by that is anything we do in relation to social media should be on the basis, what's the best thing for the client? So if you're doing a property video, What's the best thing for the client? Now, when we talk about client, we talk about both stakeholders. Will this property video add value to the saleability of my vendor? Yes or no? I think in most cases, yes. Um, if I'm a buyer, will this property video add value from a buying experience and actually help me rather than just see still images and actually walk me through the property? I think in most cases, yes. So, so everything we should we do based on social should be back to like what, what is the best service experience and what is best for the client. Now, in terms of what does service look like, say, in 2021 compared to, say, two years ago, um, and as cliche and ad nauseum as this might be, it's doubling down on communication, Troy. Like, you know, what we've seen, unfortunately, is a lot of people hiding behind technology when it comes to communication, whether that's SMS, whether that's emailing, um, or, or sometimes technology could be even, you know, phone call uh, to, to update a buyer or a seller. 
let me tell you, where possible, there's absolutely nothing like face-to-face, -face, absolutely nothing like it. So best practice, as you know, Troy, for all my listings is getting face-to-face -face weekly just for 15, 20 minutes with every single seller. And, and also best practice leading into the auction campaign is getting face-to-face -face with every single serious buyer. Um, now, whether that's FaceTime, if that's all you can do, or whether it's, you know, in real time and catching up with people. Um, now, if it's not an auction, if it's a private treaty or private sale, whatever it is, I think even if it's while they're showing them the property and after they've actually seen it, just saying to the buyer, Troy, do you mind if we just have a, just a bit of a chat? I just want to update you on where the other buyers are at, where my owner's at, and how I can best prepare you to secure this property. Great. When's the last time we had a conversation like that rather than just showing them through saying that's the bedroom, that's the bathroom, we're one, one kilometre from the beach, here's a contract, here's a brochure, um, um, we'll see you next week. You know, do you want to get a contract? Great. We'll get... So, you know, saying, okay, great. Yeah, that sounds good, Adrian. Tell me more. Okay, so I just want to let you know where my owner's at. In the last 10 days, they've actually identified two properties they're pretty keen on. So their motivation has escalated, which is really important for me to let you know. The other buyers, your competition is three other families. One have done a pest and building report. I noticed you haven't. The others have been through four times. You've been through twice. I've got an investor who's interested, um, who's made changes to the contract. I notice you've also made changes to the contract. Um, they've requested a 5% deposit. You know, so just getting in a little bit more detail rather than just reporting back to your vendor and guessing where buyers are at, actually just digging a bit deeper in terms of the communication piece for both the seller and the buyer. Um, so I think, I think service today... Um, can get lazy based on, commun on, on um, technology. Um, what I'm suggesting, Troy, is technology is outstanding and it should be an and strategy, not an or strategy. So I'm saying, yeah, saying to you, have the weekly face-to-faces, but then do your weekly reports to your vendors, do your SMSs to your buyers, do your, you know, your, your social media, whatever it is to, to, to um, continue that technology piece. But, but communication is so important. The next one for me, Troy, is speed and transparency. Okay. Because mm -hmm. if you look, if you look at any industry or any business that's crushing it at the moment, then it's 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 businesses like say Netflix. Amazon and all gig economy based businesses. Now, what are they all about? Speed and transparency, right? So when I talk about speed, it's like you click a button, it's something happens. Transparency, everything, pricing, pricing on everything. It's not like you've got to make three inquiries to find out how much something is, right? So you just think about your business as an agent, I don't care if you're a franchisor, a franchisee, or, or an associate agent or a listing agent, is it easy and quick to do business with you? Are you the Amazon of your marketplace? Um, and Jeff Bezos says it all the time. He goes, all I'm focused on is how, how quick and how easy it is to do business with me and what's my breadth of products, right? So how quick and easy is it to do business with you? Do I need to just call you three times and email you twice just to get a price guide? Insanity, right? Because let me tell you, the, 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 the next hour, they're buying something on Amazon, which is quick, transparent, easy, and instant. 
right? And then they're dealing with you and all they're after is a price guide and a description and to get in and make an appointment on a property. And if you don't have a Calendly link there where people can book themselves in and make their own time, which is all my team does and every agent I coach is using at the moment, Calendly, book it in instantly, publish price guide, it's beautiful, you know? You see the client on, on Saturday. Uh, and then, of course, I hear all this stuff, Troy, which is like, oh, yeah, but if I don't put a price guide, then I'll build my database. Crap. That's just crap because, you know, th- that's not that's not what's best for the consumer. You know, yeah. that's what's best for you, you know. And right. even the clients that say that, Troy, they're not even calling the people and, and adding them to their database anyway. And then we go, oh, yeah, but if I do a calendar invite, then I can't qualify the buyers. That's also crap, right? Because at the moment, not many people that are unqualified are booking in to go and look at a piece of real estate, right? And you can always call them once they're booked in to qualify them if you really want to or after they've seen it if you really... So there's all these myths and stories that people make up, Troy, that really make no sense. And when you think about it, they're not in the best interest of, of their buyer or the seller. They're, they're sometimes in the best interest of the, of the agent. And even in saying that, it's, it's erroneous anyway. It's not even true. Yeah, and I think, you know, as we start to wrap up, Adrian, the final one of that with communication speed and transparency, the byproduct mm. of that is providing information, right? And exactly what yep. you just mentioned around price guides, you need to be the information provider. You need to make it easy for the clients to actually be able to find the information. Don't make it hard. Yep. Buyers are like goldfish, in regards to their attention span. If they look at three properties and they're all similar based on configuration, they're going to go with the one that has the most information. Uh, And I Mm -hmm. use the the very, very basic understanding of if you don't have a property with a floor plan and the other two do, guess which one the buyer is going to resonate with more? The ones with floor plans. If you don't have a price guide, the same thing. We know they're business critical. Adrian, um, I probably should have used the analogy. Goldfish, uh, buyers and goldfish are not like goldfish. I'm saying about the <laughs> I Just clarify yeah. that. Make it very clear. I, I didn't mean uh, yeah. in, in that way. But um, yeah. I would like to say, Adrian, thank you so much. We're going to continue with a couple of Q&As over the next couple of weeks. But uh, for all our listeners, please make sure you keep sending those questions through. We really enjoy seeing them and we're going to cover them off. So we covered off two today. We've got another two scheduled next week and the week after. So we're going to get to the core of what issues you're seeing and challenges you're seeing in the market right now to help you build a better business. AB, thank you so much. That's episode 108. We're really climbing up uh, the ranking there. We want to continue to do that. So for everyone, please make sure you rate us five stars, send your feedback and comments and share and like and post this everywhere because we really want to make sure we're reaching our target audience to help them create fantastic businesses in 2021, but then and beyond. AB, until next week, uh, no doubt speak to you very shortly, but to everyone else, we'll see you again, same time on the AB podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, listeners. Thanks, Troy.